Part of BlindsidePods.com. You're not going to get it. Don't think that's going to happen. And I just want to let you know, Kirk, that I got about 50,000 new listeners right here. The ideas that I got for you right here. You remember sipping down with Kirk? Well, I got more of them right here. 50,000 new listeners guaranteed right there. Mark Moroso, who, by the way, is a lot shorter than you would imagine I when I met him. Is he as wide as I'd imagine? Yes. And I remember when I was a producer, you said, Mark, I like it. You were never the producer. You got to be prepared. So... I'm getting prepared tonight, Kurt. I'm going to do a little uh, classic uh, <coughs> dog food review for you. In case so you, you haven't, haven't seen, seen this, this uh, we have the same, same fucking thought here. If yep. you haven't seen this video, he's literally opening a can of dog food, which is what he was supposed to do on air. <laughs> so this is what I don't understand. We've got to give this guy fucking Roman wipes for the, for the fucking podcast. He's literally shoot, shooting his wad right now. He's going to eat it right now. Here we go. And the camera's moving. So it's not like he put it on a tripod or something. You're, so you're married, right? Right, DEC? You're married. Yes. I have a if, you went up to, if you went up to Mrs. DEC and said, hey, hon, uh, can you film me eating dog food? What would happen? She would say, what are you doing? Why? See, I, I figured that it would just be immediate divorce at that point. I don't think it'd be immediate divorce, but she would say, Are you sure you want to put that out there? What would what would cause you to do that? <sighs> I guess so. I, I mean, hey, more power to the guy. He's uh, he's trying in his moroso way. Um, I there's a I've heard some rumors about something that he's going to try and do tonight, possibly <laughs> as we speak, uh, in Somerville. So uh, we shall see if he's actually able to get in contact with the one and only uh Joe Curtatoni. Why do uh, I think he's going to end up with zip ties behind his back? Oh, there's there's like a 99% chance he gets arrested. I did it for you, Kirk. I did it. I got myself arrested this daily day. Honestly, that would be the best thing that could ever happen for this guy. And anyway, I mean, we're back, by the way. We're back from Massachusetts, back from my debut, my, my, my debut on the Kirk Menahan show, which was actually, I think I said... I think I said too much. I think I think I spoke. I think I spoke like ten times more than uh, than Blind Mike has combined. If you like combined both of his episodes and then multiplied it times ten, um, and got some hate, uh, got some love. It's about a 50-50 mix, which is good. I'd prefer that than just fucking silence. What I don't appreciate though is that you assholes coming at me, fat shaming fucking fat like this is how somehow this is now somehow just giving me a complex as dec as as you know i've been in a deep dark state of depression like i've been like right. fucking like suicidal this past weekend and it's and i think in a large part this was a triggering event i do i do i was, I was a, it's steve from providence if you want to blame anybody because he was taking glee in this this fucker is texting me the, the all weekend i'm sitting there who's steve yeah sitting there just in my own you know just in it and this was I, i'm messing i wasn't you know i was i was depressed this weekend not not because of the show um but you know i'm sitting there just just in a fucking hypertension of fucking depression and i'm getting texts from from steve <laughs> from fucking steve from providence this, this literal insane person 
and I'm sitting, I'm <laughs> sitting there insane. fucking, yeah, I'm sitting there fucking like in in the fetal position. I'm getting texts from Steve. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so funny. Oh, you're gonna die laughing. And he's sending pictures. Oh God, fucking asshole. Complete. I'm amused by waste. the fat thing because you're not fat. I I guess I don't understand the whole thing because oh, you're not thanks. fat. Thanks. <laughs> You're not fat. This is coming from a guy that people are comparing to John Tomasi. Kyle Deleuze, you remember what he said that about you? Yeah, he did. It was like the worst insult you could ever give me. I'm like, really? I look like I look like uh, a fat lesbian? <laughs> yeah, oh. I got sensitive over that one, I have to say. I just don't fucking... It just... I don't know. Oh, God. And here we are. We're doing this podcast. And, and you know, after our, our embarrassing fucking... You know, we're literally sitting there with our with our limp dicks in our hand for that Ellie Schnitt interview. Uh, and, and here we are. We're back again. Back again on this podcast, episode Shut 32. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Up. It's a learning experience. Honestly, honestly, I'm just ready to give it up. I'm ready to give the whole thing no, up. No, 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 I'm no. I'm fucking. No. I just. I am. I am. I because because you know it's it's at the end of the day we put out this content and the Ellie Schnitt interview turns to just it it turns into a fucking laughing stock. When I thought I thought my tasteful nude questions were actually pretty decent, and we had some chemistry. Well, so here's the deal. I thought you did great on Kirk's show. I would have told you if you did otherwise. I thought you were you're better than Bendenson. I didn't much care. Well, well that's Bendenson a low bar, admittedly. I mean, Bendenson. Ben, I honestly like. I'm not really on the Bendenson train, and maybe it's because I'm vying for for airtime on that show. But I mean, I don't know. It's just it, he's a one trick pony. He comes. How how often is he going to come in and ah oh, well, young Bendenson, best Patriots coverage in the business. He wouldn't even do that. He comes in. Yeah, he doesn't even get it. Comes in. He's fucking late. I was there at six thirty in the goddamn morning, sitting there yeah. bullshitting with Steve, making sure I was prepared. Come in there. Come in there. By the way. So so the, the studio, guys, is um, nice studio, uh, smaller than you'd imagine, and they actually have they do have Kirk on a fucking throne. They have him <laughs> sitting on higher. They make it a point that he has to be higher than everybody else. Uh, they put me in a little swivel chair with a fucking kickstand microphone. You got you got uh, Big Steve sitting over in the corner. He's got a nice sure microphone. I know that you're you're getting a fucking hard on listening to this. Totally, uh, DC. He's sitting there. He's got his little sure microphone. We do a sound check really quickly. I knew from the second that I was going to get some fucking uh, some some pop 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 some of those pops there. But I mean, what am I supposed to? Do? I didn't see a pop guard anywhere. We go in. We start literally the night before. Steve asked me, "Hey, uh, hey, John, anything that you need for the show?" And I said, "I need an unlimited supply of Get Roman wipes. I need my MVMT watch. Right. I, need, I need some chilled grapes, seedless. And if you have it, the show rundown." And he goes, "Oh no, we don't have a show rundown. We're just going to go in and just bullshit." We thought that we were going to have the fuckwad, uh, what's his name, Brian the fuck rat piece of puke Riccio in Riccio. studio with us. Riccio in studio with I us. I am saying that wrong. I don't, I, fuck him. I, ugh, I fucking hate him. And we, we were going to have him in studio and there was about a, an, a 50% chance that one of us was going to leave in handcuffs. And thank, and I called Riccio twice uh on a block number to try and get him into studio. I reached out and messaged him to try and get him into studio because honestly, I thought it would have been good content because we didn't really have much on that Friday show. We kind of just dicked yeah. around for an hour and 45 minutes, which was fun. But you know, I was trying to tweet out the show and I'm like, I don't, I couldn't tell you what the fuck we talked about. We talked about fucking everything on that show, I which don't is good. What you guys talked about, 
which is good. It was good. I actually had a Paul Sharia gave me a call. Uh, we talked Friday night, and he was saying that he liked it. He thought that he was like he's like, listen, he's like, you guys, it, 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 the hour and forty flew by. It was high energy. You guys, I had to go back and listen to things. So I thought that that's exactly what my issue was. Is I thought you'd only been on for like twenty minutes because I was doing some stuff at work where I could plug things in an Excel spreadsheet. And then he said, okay, we're done. I'm like, well, that was an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. And it was an it was an hour and forty five actually, and, and it was I mean it was a good experience. It was uh what the, what they say about Kirk uh, off the air and on and between breaks uh, all the you know all the stories that you hear about how he comes in and he doesn't want really want to talk before the show. He doesn't really want to talk during the breaks. Totally true, hundred percent true, <laughs> completely fucking true. That's a little <laughs> uncomfortable. No, I mean, you got to communicate. That. I was prepared for it. He walks in. He's like, what do we got going on? And then he's like, oh, well, and then Steve goes, hey, uh, Kirk, do you want to talk about how World War Three is about to start? And Kirk goes, fuck no, because I guess we're bombing Iran or some shit like that. Like, it's a it's a Steve idea. Right. Uh, just just like uh, Candace Owens tomorrow is a Steve idea. I'm sure I'm sure this MAGA guy was a Steve idea too. He's not doing the Howie Carr show anymore. Wasn't a big fan of that interview. Thought it fell flat just a little bit. Yep. I thought he kind of pushed Sucked. out that guy. What was his name? Carmine? What the fuck is his name? Uh, it was something... Carmine Sermonera. It was a strange name. Whatever. Fuck him. He's an idiot. Comes on here. Can't defend his takes. He wants to give me this bullshit. He gives this bullshit line about I'm a provocateur. Then he comes on here and he can't say a goddamn interesting thing of note for the entire fucking interview. It was pathetic that he comes up. Pathetic performance by him. Kirk tried to make Kirk tried to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. He was just a bad guest. He was the Ellie Schnitt so far of the of the Kirk Menahan show. Um, Bendenson was fine. I like Bendenson. I just oh, they had they, a they had a huge miss with Bendenson. They you talked so. about his the huge miss. They they talked about his law specialty, but they didn't and they talked about that he's a personal injury lawyer, but they didn't clarify what type of personal injury that he focuses on. It's not car accidents. It's maritime. He's interested in saving semen. He's interested <laughs> in saving semen. You know, I'm sure he's saving a lot of semen with his lack of action that he's getting. I mean, the guy, I don't think, he, did you listen to the pauses when he was asking, like, when when, the, when was the last time he had sex? Like, if you got to pause and be like, um, you know he's full of shit. I mean, he's, he's probably- I'm married like, like, and I would have to pause. <laughs> I think he's, he's probably, I think he's probably on like a year and a half dry spell is what I would say. From the way that from the way that he's talking about it, just my opinion, just my opinion. He wouldn't need. What would make he actually, you think that? He would need to get Roman. What, what would make me think that? The fact that they're doing a win a date with William Bendenson does that not make you think that? <laughs> with with parameters. Blimey has chemistry with Kirk. He's interviewed him a bunch of times. He had he was he's been in studio with Kirk before. He's done two shows. The first show he wasn't good. Second show he was good. He's going to be in there tomorrow. I think he's going to be in there Thursday. But we can still, you know, we we can still give our honest feedback. Yeah, about we don't. The show. It, it will get picked on if everything is great. Then if we say there's some yeah. things that we could critique, yeah, you guys suck. And and you know, and I'm and and this this weekend, you're just you you know, you're getting. I, I wasn't. I haven't really tweeted. I think actually, in fact, because my my own personal Twitter account, if people are saying that, oh, it's a fucking waste of time. I think I'm done. I honestly think I'm done. I'm going to retire the personal. Not only am I quitting the podcast, I'm going to retire the personal Twitter account. I will only tweet from now on, uh, Big Steve and Kirky. I will only tweet from the fucking show account. Okay, if you, you have are my salty, you have my you have my word that that is all I'll tweet. You know, I'll just retweet stuff and 
put out a couple tweets here and there. Oh, making fun. No, I'm not salty. I'm just pissed off because you know how it is. You got you you you're doing good with your mental health and shit, and then like mm-hmm. one small fucking thing, like so, like just like fucking toxic people, just always find a way to just like fucking just shush, just just fucking just shim you right in the back and come in and needle you and just makes you just but you're doing good and it makes you fucking down the toilet. It just anyway, what are we even doing? What is this fucking podcast? Are we doing we a podcast? Gonna, yes, we're doing a podcast. This is Steve's request. So if it's good, uh, you and I. Oh, this put is a Steve a idea. This is a Steve idea written all it's a, over it. It's oh, Steve idea. Oh, you know, it would be great, guys, if, if you if you give me a whole rundown of all because we certainly don't want to talk about barstool topics on the Kirk Menahan show. We just want to talk about parochial Boston issues. But you guys can do that. That's exactly a Steve idea. If you don't like it, it's a Steve Robinson idea. It was his. They're not going to like the man. They're not going to like it, but let's do it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it fun. Trust me. I've been working on this all weekend. We will make this one fun. So the idea that Steve had was let's do a little Barstool dossier for the people who may not know Barstool or do. Who do you think would be good with Kirk? Who should Kirk avoid? And I've got some sound to back it up. Yeah. So that's where we can kind of, that's where we can kind of start. I would say the first person that I would say is a Kirk yes who does shouldn't not have told get enough me this run. is a Steve. You shouldn't have told me this is a Steve idea. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw I'm just gonna ruin this whole <laughs> podcast. I swear to God, I'm gonna ruin it. He's telling this guy's telling me what to do. We kept Kirk alive for fucking. What have you done, Steve? Other than interrupt Kirk right. and laugh at all his jokes? I'm sorry. Licking Let's Trump's go. ass. Let's go. Continue. <laughs> Okay, so the first person I would say that if you do or do not know who I think Kirk could get something out of is Frank the Tank. So if you don't know who Frank the Tank is, he's a morbidly obese gentleman, and he's a Mets fan. And he does these blog videos where he talks about either cooking or the Mets. So what I did is I went in and I picked one of his videos where he was going to show us how to cook something, which was the purpose of the video. Hello, everybody. With Rough and Rowdy coming today, I decided to make English muffin pizzas. (laughs) (laughs) I like this guy. Snack to have later in the day throughout the night. As I watch Jason Vargas get absolutely shelled in the Mets season, going, go down to hell again! (laughs) Why can't we, why can't we have one year? One year where our prayers are healthy. Just one damn year. <laughs> While I toast these, I'll begin. Putting what is he doing right now? He's making English muffins. muffin pizzas. Okay, I mean, hey, so and he's and he's he's about he's like fifth, he's like like five hundred pounds, right? He's like five hundred pounds. He's a huge Mets fan, and it's just he's making this, and out of nowhere, he just explodes. Is he like my six hundred pound life, like bed sores and like you know salt yeah. baths and shit he's, like that? He's like a, he's he's tough to look at. Oh geez, so he's got to have the nurse come in and give him a little little scrub and tug sort he of has situation. Lost some weight. He's been working on losing weight. He's good friends with Stu Finer, the, uh. the gambling guy. So I, I'm, in the video, he shows his whole apartment and he gets to the stove and at the stove, there is just filth and grime. It's like you want to vomit just looking at it. Let me see here. Frank but he's just wild. Oh my God. <laughs> he would be, what is wrong with this guy? If, if we could get him in the right space. So Kirk would have to get the most out of him. He'd have to take an angle to either get him to explode. 
here's what I don't get, DEC. I'm looking at a picture of this guy, a full body shot. I mean, yes, it's about as fucking vile as you, you could imagine. <laughs> fat people like fat people like this. You know, normal people, even if you do have a belly, when you put your pants on, usually the belly hangs over the pants. I think you reach the point of no return where the belly slips under the jeans and you can see the belly flap hanging inside the jeans where your dick should be. I think that's probably when you're going to look at liposuction or gastric bypass. That's just me. I, I mean, hey, more power to you. Be big, be beautiful. We are body positive on the Minifan show. I mean, uh, yes, on the Minifan, I almost said Kirk Minahan show. Sorry, I, I'm the only person that's, co- that's co-hosted both. I think that's probably time. I'm looking at this right now, and his legs, from the from the moment where the belly flap goes under the pants, the belly flap goes all the way down to his below his knees. Like literally, I gave Mark Moroso shit calling him a knee below because yep. his tits hang below his knees. <laughs> this man literally is a knee below. His belly is hanging below his knees. It's it's. I want to clarify. He takes lots of videos without a shirt on. Oh God. You can find tons of videos without a shirt on. He's got like fucking Cheetos and Hot Wheels cars like fucking stuck underneath his tits. Like, oh my God. Wow, you're being tough on this guy. So I think (laughs) he would be entertaining. I think he could be entertaining in a weird Bendis type You think Kirk Manahan would want to be in the same room as this guy? You don't have to get him in the same room. Just get him on the... I think it would be entertaining. All right. Even if Kirk is disgusted. Do we have more sound of this, this maniac? Yeah, we do. All right. I told you this is why the bitch is inside him. I told you that this is why inside him. Captain Hindsight himself. Can we put some shredded mozzarella on these English muffins? I mean, he just goes from zero to 60 back to zero again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So I think the next person worth looking at is Ellie Schnitt. I keep talking. Okay. Moving on, we get to Jared Carabas. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I think we, we no more introduction for Ellie Schnitt. Uh, I don't ever want Carabas on this show. So everybody's going to, oh, you're going to pick a new fight with somebody else. We're never going to get Carabas on this show. I don't want him on here because if Carabas was ever on, it would be, hey, uh, uh, what's your guy's problem with me? A problem with you, Jared, is that you have an empty head. And we can't pick fights with mean? Big Cat. We, we can't pick fights with Big Cat either because Big Cat, you know, is not, obviously not a fighter. And that really pissed me off that Barstool Sports retweeted that. That show clip that I don't even know why it was. It was a bad clip. It was the clip where I'm talking about how you know, of course, and I do most of the talking. It's a fucking Kirk Minahan show, and somehow you know they put it out there, and I'm doing like most of the talking in it about how Big Cat messages me after I tweeted out shit about him calling for Kirk's firing, and then fucking Barstool Sports, their 1.6 million followers retweets that shit. Like what? And and of course we're getting roasted. We're getting annihilated because it's a bad clip. It wasn't funny. I think I said like, oh, his b- the baby's halfway out of the birth canal, and he's worried about Kirk Minahan. I'm like, okay, not my best line. I can cop to it. And and of course Barstool tweeted that. Like, I, they fire whoever's running your social media team. They're for for for. Well, actually, didn't Steve tweet that one out too? Whatever. Yes, very complicated. Very complicated. So Carabas, drip, hack, talentless, puke. Fuckwad doesn't know uh, anything. I did. Doesn't know who Nelson Mandela is. He doesn't know shit. He's got the emptiest head, and it's really embarrassing. So l- let's play a little bit of Carabas' show. Am I sexually attracted to? Yes. Under- no, that's not him. This is him. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Radio.com Sports Big Time Baseball Players <laughs> alongside Tony Gwynn Jr. I'm Ben Davis. To give you a little, might as well be that. Well, he would say that it's tongue in cheek. 
I, I don't know. Well, I, My name is Jared Carabas, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't. I just want to know why they that. do that. Why do the Barstool guys do that? I'm a certified G and a stud. Like they all deal with it, like they like slur the words a little bit. Like it's like, what are they trying? Like, what, what is this? What is, can you talk like normal people do? Just talk like a regular fucking person. Yeah, I don't get it. So th- I, I, I did a lot of Caribus listening and I went over to starting nine. So he had something to say about not being able to go to London to see the Red Sox. Here's the thing about me and travel. I'm never going to go there if there's no baseball. Like I, I have no desire to see the world. I have Google. I have the internet. If I want to see the fucking Eiffel Tower, I'll just Google it. Don't care. Can you imagine how empty of a head you must be? To that is that, that is that is pre-crime level psychotic. That is that is fucking nuts. That is fucking insane. What? He's like the he's like the kid at college who goes home every weekend. He lives in New York, and all as I see on Twitter, are pictures of him at Fenway with his. By the way, with his awful tats, he's <laughs> getting one tat after another. I saw the the cover from the Division Bell, which is one of the worst Pink Floyd albums ever, and he's getting that on his arm. What the hell is wrong with him? I don't even. I mean, I've never listened to Pink Floyd a day in my life, so it, that doesn't but really matter to me. But you are another. Fucking jackass! Oh, I got one more because this is this is a rough one. How about the people going to Chernobyl right now? What the fuck is that about? Instagram models. First of all, there's there, right? literally nothing to see. It's I don't like know ghost what that town. is. Oh my god! All right, so I want to pause there. He doesn't know oh what Chernobyl is. Okay, pretty bad. So I want to back this up because I think this was a general react, a, a genuine reaction by Casey Smith. And just listen to the level of disgust. Oh my god. What is it? <laughs> oh my god. What is it? You don't know what Chernobyl is? No. Stop jerking off right that? now, <laughs> DEC. Please, put your dick away. God, oh my god. Stop. Put it away. What are you, Louis C.K. over here? Put your dick back in your pants. <laughs> She's a handsome lady. Would you leave your wife for Casey Smith at this point? Yes, like what? I would leave my wife for Casey Smith or Erica Nardini. It, especially Erica. If Erica sent me a message and said, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm leaving the husband. You got to leave now. I'd pack a bag and say, I love you. I love the kids, but I'm going. I'm gone. <laughs> well, She's wealthy. She's smart. She's good looking. She's around my age, which the other one Casey aren't. Smith is? No, I'm talking about Erica. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it, it, you know what? I was actually thinking about Casey Smith um, this weekend, and you know what I thought? She could host the Today Show. Totally. She you could know, totally host dick. it. <laughs> you are no good. You are worse than Michael Jackson. Oh, God. I'm just in a bad mood. <laughs> you are in a bad mood. You are punchy. Oh, so anyways, Caribus doesn't know what Chernobyl is. He's got an empty head, and the only thing filling it are David Price's balls. <laughs> so no, he shouldn't ever be on Kirk's show. Yes. I'm going to tell you another person who should never be on Kirk's show. Coley Mick. The second round is still happening as of this recording, so if things happen and we react er, to them... And I why. like the two uh, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, we... we the, the, uh, the Red Sox... The Red Sox have a plus-minus differential of uh, uh, 3.2. I think I, I got a real question for you, Dan. Uh, how are you 62 or 52 right now? He's, by the way, he's on Carabas' show. He's also on Section 10. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. 
I mean, the marble mouth guy, but I mean, whatever. I mean, he's, they're baseball people. It's not really for me. It's not, I'm not a baseball person. Uh, he's, but, that's his basketball show. So he's doing like the breakdown of the second round of the NBA draft. Who's that Speaking for? of baseball, speaking of baseball, I was the only person with the fucking stones. Literally, it's been six shows on the Kirk Manahan show. The only goddamn person to go in there and challenge Kirk just a little bit, just tease Kirk just a little bit. Was drunk me, Eric Curtis. MHB, not drunk Eric Curtis. No, MHB. That's the only a lot. person. This person. Oh, oh God, oh, MHB. He's such a stooge. Oh, he just totally kisses Kirk's ass. I come in fucking prepared and and have some sound that makes Kirk look like an idiot, <laughs> makes him look dumb. It's embarrassing, and we come in and play it, and bust some balls. So, you know, again for. For everybody saying here that oh, William Bandenson, oh, he's so original. God, it's the same shtick over and over and over and over and over again. You good? I'm sorry. What are we? Are we? Are we rolling? Let's keep going. What do we got next? Oh, I would say uh, here is somebody who I've come around on, cousin Mike. Ah, he's so bad. Both of them, Cousin Marie and Cousin Mike, they're so bad that they're interesting. You know I what you would like, a... DEC? You would really like to listen to and read Howard Stern's biography. It's called Howard Stern Comes Loudly, I think. It's something like that. You would really like it. So after Father's Day, I, I grabbed this one. You're coming right out of it's, it's the show. We're starting the show. We want to come out with a bang, uplifting, energetic. And Cousin Murray comes right out with his Father's Day story. Uh, my wife and I had my grandsons. We went to a park, and I put the Thank kids, you. my four and a half and one and a half, put them on the slide. I put them on the slide. And all of a sudden, the little one, the one-and-a-half-year-old, I picked him up, I put him down on the ground, and he starts going crazy and wailing and crying and falling down. And I pick him up, but I stand him up again, and he falls down and starts crying. Anyway, to make a long story short, he um, broke his leg. I did oh. not. That's not my laugh. That's the last time you'll have them. Oh, I'll never have them again. Is that is he describing the insides of uh, the Mike Manansky household? <laughs> Pretty did you much. see? But did you hear? By the way, those fuckers over at EEI are, are saying that. Oh, I don't God, listen. Oh, Mutt was suspended because he put soap in his kid's mouth. God, it's, it's so pathetic. It's he uh, like they're playing what it happened? up. Like they're resorting to fake. He's not suspended. He's going away for his anniversary. Right, that's right. fine. Right, his wife actually, by the way, a lot hotter than I than I expected. Good job. I oh, really, she was about as good looking as I thought. Stick tap to mutt. I mean, hey, I'm not going to call him a coxman, but you know, she was a for for an, for an older lady. That's some smoke show status, absolutely. So good job, mutt. Stick tap to you. Uh, enjoy um, your balcony sex um, and your <sighs> Roman wipes. <gasps> I know that you actually do use uh, Get Roman Wipes. Kirk actually did confirm it to me that, that uh, Mutt uses the Get Roman Wipes. Uh, so, and I, and uh, I'll stand by that. I will stand I'll by that. I'll get the Roman Wipes if they come in like a face cloth. I need that level. Oh, why? What? I'm willing to try What? It. Face cloth? What, you want to yeah, numb your face down? I'm confused here. What, like, no, get, what, what do you mean? I, I, what do you I need mean? enough to You're really your get numbed down. <laughs> I've been with the same woman a long time infrequently. So what I need is something a little bit more infrequently <laughs> i looked at that like quarterly box that they give you and i'm like i'm good for the rest of the decade <laughs> likely so i so think cousin can, mike would and the cousins would be nice who is cousin mike by the way is he is he the father of is he dave's dad he's dave's dad that Got was it. cousin murray who was talking about how he snapped his grandson's legs 
on Father's Day. Before we do that, though, I think we sh- it's important for for us to ru- go through the the lineup uh, of the SiriusXM shows on the Barstool Radio Network. So from seven to nine, we've got Barstool Breakfast, um, and that's hosted by Large in Charge and Willie Colonoscopy. I we have some people on Twitter who are Large fans, but they Willie are. Colon, I'm not. He he sucks. You have you did you see that picture of them uh, next to Sasquatch and Willie Colon is a bit, is a big man and he's sitting there he's standing there and I think you might be thinking a large large is the big man well big, but big Willie fat. but Willie is a big black man too um, and oh, okay. Willie's Willie's sitting there and uh, you're like why is he got to be black <laughs> Willie's <laughs> Willie's sitting there with his fucking toes hanging out in his uh, in his little flip flops. And there's about like there's about 16 inches of fungus on those toenails. Oh my god! I wanted to fucking vomit. I showed it to Kirk, I, sh- I showed it to Kirk and Kirk like Kirk literally like stormed out of the studio. Was not was not a fan. <laughs> was not a fan of that. Um, so we got the Barstool Breakfast Show. Um, Francis is also on there. Francis Ellis, who's actually decent. And so then from we'll, we'll get to Francis. Francis is one of those people I think is a plus. I, yeah. I, he I've seen some of the stand up act. He's he's got some talent. And then we got the cousins we talked about. And then coming up from uh, ten to eleven, an hour long show. It's kind of odd. It's the Sean Latham show with YP and JB. I have no idea to who a those people fucking, are. I haven't listened to a second of that. So uh, plus the Kirk podcast comes out at that time. So. Um, yeah, not going to listen to that. From 11 to noon, we've got Big If True. That's one with PFT Commenter, Liz, uh, Liz Gonzalez, who's pretty funny, um, does some good stuff, and a bunch of other people. She's, is she the wine walk lady? Uh, I don't know what I that is. I think she is. They do a video where they She's on the Barstool Central Park with wine. Oh, no, I don't maybe. I saw one with I saw she did one with Kate. I think that's who it who that is. She's like the host of the Barstool Snapchat show. Like if you subscribe to Barstool on Snapchat or Instagram, like they when they do like their little like rundowns where they play like videos and comment on them, she she's a she's a frequent host of that. And then we got the Yak with uh, Yak 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 Yak, right? Like a great name, uh, Yak with Big Cat, Roan, and Coley. Who uh, that sounds like a real? If that is not a zinger of high energy, I don't know what is. And a Big show Cat's like good that. on that, but but is but the people with them, there's just just no fit. And then one to three, we have your favorite show. C C K Clancy Carabas. I like and I like Casey. one of the C's and one of the K's. I actually like that show. Uh, I, I mean, I think KFC is good. KFC is, is actually a, a talent, smart guy. Great with Kirk. They've got good. They've got really good chemistry. Honestly, yep. Kirk, Kirk and KFC would be a fucking excellent show. I mean, those guys yes. are those those guys all. I mean, Kirk has done KFC radio a bunch of times. They're a little bit younger with than Kirk. They they so they would they would add that. And Kirk Kirk calls them out in their shit. Kirk is good at I making fun of them. I don't know how much younger uh, KFC is. He's got to be in his thirties, I would say. Oh, his his 30s yeah, he's in his i'd say he's like 34 is what i would say for kfc and he's um, let himself be open really raw around his divorce that is that is a really hard thing well when you when what you, he did and when you cheat on your pregnant there. when you cheat on your pregnant wife i think it's probably a good idea to be held accountable that's just me i'm not saying not held accountable but he's been very open and holding himself accountable in great detail and that takes some balls yeah, it does take some balls. Also, it's pretty dumb on his part to do that. But hey, he deserves any any shit that he gets from human that. Human beings yes. are flawed. Yes, people human, are flawed. Human beings are flawed. Uh, and we got barstool. Uh, we got chicks in the office. After that, they're pretty funny. They're not for us, but they're they're funny. not they're they're not for us. They're very non-offensive. I like their thing, but it would be a a total disaster. Can you tell tell the audience what you said about chicks in the office? What was your instant reaction? This is his reaction, guys. For this is what was your reaction to that? 
Oh, gosh, I don't, did I say something about them? Oh, my God. You said, oh, they need to invest in a pop guard because all you hear is just, pl- like, what do you, plosives? Is that what you call it? Plosives? No, I think I was talking about the, the other broads, the, uh, the Call Me Daddy girls. Oh, maybe uh, it was the chicks in the office, but there was somebody who was like, it was like, P, 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 P. That type of stuff. See, you've got a good microphone set up there, so we're not going to hear that. Um, but chicks in the office, you, I mean, oh, you couldn't, uh, no, I, I couldn't hear it. See, I can't um, even fuck it up even if I want to. That's, that's my level of That's talent. how good this guy's setup is over here. This guy, big dick DEC over here. Talking it. deck, talking tech with DEC. Uh, so chicks in the office, they go on the red carpet. They're like, I mean, they're, they do like, they talk about The Bachelor. And it's, it's, again, totally it's not, not for offensive. us. It's fine. It's fine. And then you got your big hitter, your Barstool Radio, which is your, your traditional afternoon drive, four to six. And that is with Portnoy and a rotating cast of whoever. Riggs and Smitty often are leading it. And I think Smitty's one of these guys who's underrated as well because they throw him in with the cousins and he has to deal with those two guys and keep them under control. And then he has to keep Portnoy under control. Portnoy's good when he's there, but sometimes that show can do devolve into whoever's in the hallway. Yeah, I mean, I get I get that criticism, especially when Dave is is out of the office and they're kind of just throwing whoever the fuck in there, and you don't really know who's talking, and there's no real cohesive content or topics, kind of like this podcast that we're doing right now. Um, <laughs> I'm just messing, uh, but yeah, I think that it's a good show, especially the Kirk and Portnoy fight. Do you have any audio of that? That was fucking excellent. No, I wasn't able to pull that. No, so what do you have There's next? So much I can pull. I know, I know. I'm busting. No, you balls. didn't get the high haters, which has oh, Chaps yeah. and Kate. Yes, are you a so, fan of that one? Uh, I'm a fan of Kate. I think Kate is really, really, really underrated. I think she would be good She could host the Today Kirk. Show. I wouldn't say that. I would say she could help with Kirk uh, because of her background, being in the military, being a stand-up comedian. She kind of holds her own on on the fly. Here's what I say about Kate, and I'll get in trouble about this. Kate, I think, is cute. I don't think she's at the Casey level or the Ellie level or some of the other people. But if she was in the bar, I don't. What does that mean? What is, so she's she's cute. What do, what do you mean I by would, that? I would say this: if Kate is standing in the middle of like Casey and Ellie and chicks in the and, and the the call me daddy girls, I'm going right up to Kate, <laughs> and I'm going to give her attention, and that's going to win the day because <laughs> she's surrounded by like these smoke shows. And if you have a guy who goes over to the kind of cute girl, but not at that level. You can win with that. Steve, clip that audio of what DEC just said. <laughs> clip it. Play it on the show. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're going to go up to them? Like, what, what are we talking know. about? Like, hitting on them? What are you talking yeah, about? Like, hitting on them. Oh. Like, if, I, if I were single. So, you, you know, so if you the, were single, Kate is your first choice, is what you would yes. say. Not Casey? Come on. What about yeah, I'm Casey? Not gonna, I'm not going to get anywhere with Casey. Well, well, if you go up and do your Paul Lind impression, you're not going to get anywhere with her. But if you go up and you're confident, and no, you're funny. It's not going to happen. You don't think so? Nope. Nope. You're but selling yourself short. With Kate. You know what's the most attractive thing to women? Confidence. That's what's the most attractive thing to women. I could be confident with Kate. You see, I see it all the time where you can see these fat fucks who apparently is me, according to all of you assholes on Twitter. Um, but guess what? If you see, if you see the, the girls that I get with, well, then you wouldn't be calling me fat much longer. So fuck you. There's Eight. not a chance. I'm, I'm, I'm realistic. Not a chance with Casey. Not even going to envision it. You see it all the time. You, I mean, you look at, I, I met Blind Mike's girlfriend. Beautiful. And, and, and you know what? I, it's actually, it's, I, and I'm not just saying that to be a dick. Like she was actually excellent. I, I said to her, I was like, I was like, why the are you with this guy? personality he has. No, I'm like, why would you, why would you want to be with this guy? He, she was You know, great. Mike's not a bad, Mike's not a bad looking guy. His eyes are a little off, but if you get past that, 
Mike's not a bad looking guy. He's handsome. He needs a new wardrobe. This guy, he's, he looks like fucking no, like Noah's Ark here. With like, he's like his clothes were draped over him. He's wearing like a dress of a t-shirt, and he's he's your typical Western mass dude. He's always in his Adidas slides and his basketball shorts and his oversized t-shirt. Just that's yeah. that's exactly the, that's exactly like it's like Mike. You, you you you're spelt now. You got to go get a new wardrobe. Well, I did get rid of my mullet. Yeah, he didn't have a mullet. He did, but yeah, he's he's uh the funny thing is that Mike is pro- is is the most successful person on the Blindside Podcast Network. Mike, by the way, who has gotten so much shit uh for from Steve from Providence from everybody, and I just love the fact that <laughs> we and I was actually talking about this with Mike when we were sitting out on his uh on his deck. After we recorded our, our our trash talk episode, which yeah, I know I'm sure that you the audio gave you a heart attack, DEC, and we're sitting there, and and he goes, uh, I think he said, do you ever think about how Curtis and is just talking so much shit right now about Kirk's show? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, think yep. about it. He's talking Kurt, shit about Mike. Curtis is probably saying, oh God, Kirk's got to resort to having blind Mike and MHB on his show. God, that's pathetic. And you know for a certainty that that conversa- conversation is going on at EEI. Like they're they're definitely saying, oh, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel there. They're Kirky. <laughs> like, I mean, but, but I went but, back and forth with Colinane today. Well, I'm just saying blind Mike has been excellent. He's been great. It ties into this back and forth where he play, he uh, showed a clip from an interview that Pat Pat Paxton, who is a muckety-muck at Entercom, talked about, if hey, if you want to break into this type of business, what you got to do is- Oh, that was pathetic. And this is the mindset Curtis might have. Wait, hold on, no. hold on. Back up, set the table here. What did he say you had to do? Just for people that weren't aware of this. You, you got to clean the toilets if you need to. You've got to you got to shovel the sidewalk. If you want to break in the business, do every little thing, work overnights. And guys like you and Mike never had to go that route. And so it would threaten somebody like Curtis who had to you know work at ESPN and work late nights on, on the Sports Hub where you can just walk in on a national show and hold your own because it's not what you need to do anymore. You know what those people are? It's about are? your talent. They are that that is they sound like the fucking postal service. Like 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 we are Amazon and they are fucking USPS over here just just clinging to life and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like like oh, why does anybody send mail anymore? Oh, I think a nice handwritten letter is the way to go. I can just send a text, idiot. Like you moron, I can just send a text to somebody. Why do I need to fucking send shit in the mail? I've never looked at I'm 28 years old. I have never once paid a bill by mail in my entire life. That is how out of touch these terrestrial radio fuckheads are over there at EEI that they think that you got to pay your dues, you got to scrub toilets, you got to be the, I got to be the coffee boy for Jerry Callahan before I can even get on the years air. Ago, if you're you fucking talented, Put a mic in front of you. Go to town. There are kids out there that are paying their way through college, playing video games on Twitch, right? It is a total, mm-hmm. it's a fucking brand new reality now. So the old guard, these these irrelevant media outlets, these old staples of, of old media are just trying to stay relevant and they're failing miserably. I My kids watch the show and I want to get this right. I want to see if I put the, the notes down here. I think the guy's name is Chandras. And what he does is a show called Best Day Ever, and he just follows around his family with a camera, and he's kind of really high energy, and he showed his house. Granted, he lives in Utah, but this house is huge. He's got a nice car. Um, He's got tons of property. 
He's a YouTube guy who has creativity and talent, and you can do that. I'm this type of guy from the old guard who 20 years ago was doing radio the way you had to, which is be the board op at WHYN. Go and do traffic for a little bit. Work on weekends at a station if you could do it. And I would tell people who said, oh, you know, I, my, my son wants to do radio. I would say, don't do that. Go think up an idea and go on YouTube. Think up an idea and do a podcast. And you're going to get so much farther ahead than if you did the Pat Paxton thing. And just yeah. because somebody like MHB, like you, has done some podcasting and trolled on Twitter doesn't negate the fact that you have a level of talent where you don't have to clean the toilets at a WMAS, or you don't have to clean the toilets at a WPOP, which, by the way, most of these stations now where you would work are all automated anyways, and there's no talent coming up the traditional stream. And I, I totally agree with you that somebody like a Chris Curtis is talking shit about you guys and he's stuck at a, at a sinking ship. It's bullshit. I should be the one who, who buys into that, and I don't. Yes, I used to pay bills by mail. And as soon as I could do it on the internet, I looked and said, this is great. This is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, no question whatsoever. So when you hear people make that criticism of somebody like Mike and, uh, or, or you know making fun of that, it's just stupid. It's silly. I'm they thrilled sound- for Mike. They sound like it's just sour grapes. They really do sound out of touch. And that morning show sounds out of touch. It really, it's, 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 it's so, I tried to listen to it today and they're doing this whole song Why? and dance. This most, it's a fakest radio shtick that, oh, we're going to pretend that Mike Manansky is suspended because he puts soap in his kid's mouth, which by the way, are you, you could discipline your kids. You do, you, are you a spanker? No. I don't no, need to you do don't spank. Do you? What do you do? Time out? No, I could tell you what my mom used to do for me. Oh, I got the I got the fucking wooden spoon and the belt. That's what I got. So my mom, my mom, when I when I was sick, she took my temperature rectally. <laughs> I really made a, I made a stink about it. It was never it was never something that I liked, and because she knew I had this fear of having a temperature taken rectally, she would say when I'm acting up, she'd say DC. If you don't start being behaving, I'm going to take your temperature with a rectal thermometer. Honest to God, she would threaten me and brandish that rectal thermometer to keep me in line. I am fucking horrified for you. My God, no wonder you have like issues with depression. What the fuck? Uh, Tip of the, I'll I'll save some stories for later. That is some straight up, that is next level crazy right there. No, I'm sure your mom was a very nice person, but that's it. That's she would do who would she would i'm befuddled she would threaten me with the with the with the rectal thermometer okay he was befuddled i think we should move on oh i got i got worse stories than that but i I, I don't want to hit all i don't don't want to hit all the my mom stories my family stories i really dc you know i really got to rethink doing this podcast with you man i i'm so this is that that, that's just that's next level uh horrifying there why Uh, why are you rethinking with me what did i have to do with the fact that she would use the rectal thermometer as a as a disciplinary can you please please my fault if you never say rectal thermometer again it will now it will be too soon please (laughs) please never please never even if you're doing the Paul Lynn impression, please never say rectal thermometer ever again. I just, I'm getting all sorts of visions of this and it's just, it's really mentally scarring right now. I feel like I have secondhand PTS uh, after listening to this fucking story. But it's an abs, it's an absolutely true story. Absolutely true story growing up. She, she would bring that out. I think it's true crime. I think that's more so what it is. Definitely true crime. But well, yeah, after the fact, clearly it was an abuse situation. Yeah. Uh, you think? <laughs> what gave that away? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Are we, what else do we have? But with she's Barstool? gone now. God bless her soul. Um, 
So I think we've kind of talked. Uh, uh, this was Steve's idea again to talk a little bit about the barstool people. What about Gay Pat? Them. What about Gay Pat? You a fan of Gay Pat? I'm a fan of Gay Pat. What is he? I've been trying. I tried to get Gay Pat on the show to talk about. He's a blogger, right? He just he just he's writes. He's a blogger. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of open with being gay, but he won at Rough and Rowdy, which I don't understand the. Rough oh, he's and the rowdy, token but, gay guy. That's right. He's the token gay. But he he seems he seems interesting. I had some people on Twitter saying, you know what? Kirk should bring on Jerry Thornton to get through any of their issues. One, Jerry's boring as shit. Two, what issues do they have? Jerry doesn't have an issue with anybody. He's seems like the problem with Thornton. He's just a Patriots moron. Like he's just he's a Belichick stooge boy. That's all he is. He's, he doesn't have an interesting thought. His blo- he had a shameful performance on EEI when he went on there with the whole Reamer Towelgate thing. That was pathetic. I'm not going to side with EEI because they were equally pathetic with with the, the actual WEI Twitter handle tweeting out a clap back like they're chirping back at Barstool. But Thornton, my God, it was an yeah, awful was call. Guy. And he put just a, was just a pathetic. He goes on there and he's going to say, you know, Bob Merchison's name, and like that's oh, that's a big thing. He's going to get out of boys, and they didn't scrub it. They let him say it. I think I, I would never go back and listen to it yeah, again. Kirk DeSirius said, "Rear Admiral, what the fuck are you thinking? No, no, not Rear Admiral. He's terrible. Rear Admiral's the hockey guy. They tried him on KNC. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't good. He wasn't good. He's terrible. KFC's good. I like so. K, honestly, if I'm going to do my my most talented people at Barstool. Obviously, Kirk is the most talented. Um, Portnoy, uh, you've got KFC, PFT Commenter, um, you've got Big Cat, um, and you've got Feidelberg. I think that is, and, and I think that's probably your best t- group of talent, of just raw talent that they have at Barstool. What, do you, what are your thoughts? You, you agree, disagree? I think you forgot Frank the Tank. <laughs> no, I didn't forget about him. In fact, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't forgotten anything. He hasn't forgot a meal in the past, like, <laughs> years. Nothing that that guy forgets. I, I saw a lot of Marty Mush. I don't, I don't know who Marty Mush is. I don't know. Not they said large. Marty Mush came up a whole bunch of times. Maybe we'll have to look at Marty Mush. I don't know uh, who that guy is. What about um? What about Alex and Sophia? The call her daddy girls. No. So I think it's great to kind of play their audio, but I got to tell you, maybe I'm not going on a limb here. They've got scripts in front of them. They're reading stuff. Come on. If, if you put them somewhere no. and you just get them on the you phone. You can watch it live. They're if you not. get them on the phone, they're going to be dead fishes. Guaranteed. That's a stone cold let pipe lock. They're going to be boring with him. It's better that they never come on and you just play the audio. Um, oh, by the way, Jared Carabas is going to be at uh, the Lowell Spinners on July 6th. They have Jared Carabas bobblehead night. Uh, I disagree with you vehemently about uh, Alex and Sophia. I think that they are not reading. I think that they're just. They. I think that they're just genuinely. I think that they're just funny in that way. I think that they are. I. I, I don't know. Like I've seen them do videos. They'd never before. be able to recreate it with Kirk. I, it would be a letdown. Well, that's the thing. Is that it's almost like a, it's almost akin to having Ellie Schnitt on your show and not being able to recreate any of the stuff. I'm that they saying do that from personal experience. Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. As soon as I'm like, this would be his we'll Ellie Schmidt. He would do better than us. He's more talented than I am. But so you, you live and learn. You you make you make mistakes and and you learn from them. The problem is when you keep making the same mistake. I'm not going to do it again. Who's um? What about Tommy Smokes? You fan of his? The vape guy? I don't I don't I don't like anything vaping really. Oh yeah, he's the vape guy. Vaping. He's pretty funny. Skeeves me out. Yeah, he's pretty funny though. Uh, what about K Marco? I mean, he does all the. 
He's uh, he's the editor in chief. He does all the smoke show of the day stuff, but I think he could be interesting. Yeah, I guess so. I've never really listened to. Him. I've never. I don't really know much about him. But what about Glenny Balls? What about Glenny Balls? I just love the fact that his name is Glenny Balls. Like I've seen like great uh, seen name Erica talk about Glenny Balls, and just she saying Glenny Balls makes me laugh. He's a big fat guy. And honestly, our our. Our favorite stoolie is White Sox Dave because he follows us. He's the only one who follows us. We, sh- I feel terrible. I didn't bring up his name. Yeah. So, so yeah, White Sox Dave. White Sox you're Dave. You're the man, dude. Salt of the earth, brick the by brick, brick by brick. Um, you're our Patrick Gilroy. Do we have any other sound to play and mock before we wrap up? No, but we can we can mock uh, Barstool Radio. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. I thought this was, and this is a good Kirk interaction. This is something that I actually did put together. What made you want to do podcast rather than radio? First of all, I think it's just less segmented and I was kind of tired of that, even serious. Uh, frankly, it's a bigger audience. I mean, you guys know, I mean, you guys do serious, you know, you have your show there as well, but like, don't you feel like the podcast reaches a more a bigger sure. and more loyal audience? No I doubt. mean, you know, I there's no doubt about it. I, I think with serious offers is a much different demo. I think I'm getting, you know, people in the Midwest and the West Coast who are out there right, like in their sure. cars all day. But that's which is great. I want to always expand. But if I'm also if I need to put a good interview or a good product or whatever to my podcast. bread and butter, it's my podcast. We put out a podcast, I'll wake up to a bunch of tweets about the podcast, about like certain segments right. on it and stuff like that. I'll go on serious for two hours and it's like it the didn't feedback happen. is just not yeah i mean again right. it's like the people are listening it's just they're not who we interact with and mm-hmm. who we care about as much now, i would say nobody's listening but that was a terrible indictment of serious serious yeah channel. clearly if that's the if that's the what they're going to say on air what are they saying off air about the serious channel it sounds like the serious channel is an afterthought like the other that the driver of their content and revenue is all the digital stuff the podcast mm, stuff i wouldn't say that i would say that serious is a revenue stream that they get some revenue I think it's fixed, so. though i don't think that they get like ratings like bonuses I, I this is just me purely spitballing i have no idea what the barstool contract with serious with serious is like if i had to guess i would guess that the contract is something Something like a flat fee or flat profit that they get with Sirius. That they would that, that, that it's helpful to have it. Yeah, that they they, it, they it, that it's a steady it revenue stream, but it's not like the highs, ups, and downs that you can get with a big sponsor uh, on a podcast or with high podcast numbers. I don't think that ratings definitely would play a part into the revenue of the again, I'm, this is purely my speculation. I think it just offsets the uh, the Riccio type people who go after advertisers. And much like Barstool Goal, it's a way of offsetting other other variable revenue because there are assholes out there, but it's it's not moving the needle at all. I'm glad Kirk didn't do it. And it, the indictment there is, if I want to really move the needle and have a great guest, it's going to be on my podcast. I never would think about putting them on Sirius. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, like, I think that the only thing that Kirk's show is missing right now is the ability to go live. Once they're able to go live and take phone calls, which I mean, in that, I was in that studio. They, they don't have yeah. a phone line set up yet at this point. Uh, I did see what they're building for the new studio. It's going to look much more like a traditional studio. Um, there is a the actual there's where, where the hosts are going to be, and then there's a glass panel where Steve will be back in there, just like the same way that similar to how you know a traditional radio setup is. So I did get to see that, um, and I guess I eventually they'll the be able calls. to take. I mean, I I think that Kirk interacting with callers is great. I think it's it's just there's no, you you have to 
you just the have right to love cause. that con. Yes, exactly. But that's why you screen it. That's why I mean, there are a million people that are that are vying to be to do internships for free for Kirk and this and the Kirk Manahan show. So, um, you know, there's they, they, they can easily get somebody in there just to sit there and, and and tell callers no until they find somebody halfway interesting and then have them come on and do a little song and dance with Kirk. I think that that's not going to be hard. Is that going to be difficult? You think? No. But I just I think the I think saying having callers call in is overrated. I mean, other than Kevin from Bristol and Steve from Providence and uh, John from Westport. But sometimes a bad caller and making fun of a bad caller becomes a good segment. Or what if you get a caller that says, hey, Cook, I want you to stick to sports. Why didn't you talk about the draft last night, Cook? And then like Kirk can just say, well, what the fuck? You, what, what do you want me to talk about? Tell me what you want me to talk about. What about the draft do you want to talk about? And then Kirk can go back and forth with them. I think that would be a good segment. You know what I mean? Because I, I see I see DMs to the show account where people are saying, oh, Kirk, literally, why aren't you talking about the draft? Oh, I wish you could talk a little sports. You know, so I think that if those people had a chance to call in and Kirk could just shit on them, I think that'd be make good content. No? Yeah, but I think it's it's far less than you think it is. I think it's fine without it. If you could do it and manage it right, it's great. Not make or break at all. Sure. He's done it very well without the last week or so. Anything that we want to wrap up with? Anything? I feel like this podcast has been a f- clusterfuck. No, uh, I mean, it's a rambling thing. I mean, we had no no set thing it it was a steve idea who the hell knows it'll probably be our most love episode what do you think of having the young uh jerks are the young the the, yeah the young jerks on our on our show the the richio sympathizers so i I think i would do it yeah he agreed he agreed a while one more ask me the question again right now ask me dance for you now ask me if we're gonna have the you mean fucking dance for you okay should we have the young jerks on no you moron (laughs) I knew it. I, I wasn't even. I walked really right I into that set up. Uh, I think they'd be funny. I think it'd be. Yes, I think fight. I would like to have somebody, him beat the shit out of them. Somebody we could easily beat up on. I mean, I listen to this guy's podcast, and he's not the most articulate or interesting person in the world. Uh, so it's it, it honestly, it would go like this: Why are you coming on here? Who are you? Who could possibly listen to you? Why are you drafting off the young Turks who are moderately this is, successful? This is what, this is what he's going to say. Why didn't you come on my show? Why? That's their only comeback. Because I Why? want to be come heard. Come on my show. Yeah, because I actually want people to hear it. I've seen your rankings on iTunes. You never charted anywhere, but because some liberal hack gives you an award. Oh, sorry. Great. You 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 licked somebody's asshole and we got an j- award in journalism. Wonderful. Wonderful. I mean, fucking, God, you people a, are so here's, stupid. Here's a medal because you, because you pandered to some fucking politician. They gave you a medal in journalism. I could care less about that. The sort of work that we did and that we're still continuing to do on certain things that we're not going to get medals for that but that's actually going to actually create news and cause change so i could care less your fucking awards doesn't matter to me yeah i mean if he wants to come on it's going to be an episode where we dick around that's all it's going to be and yeah, we'll be he's, yelling he's going to and... offer no value other than just getting the shit beat out of him yeah so if that's be... what you want that's what you're going to get and you're not going to beat us in a debate and tell i mean hey Tell us who you want to have on the show, because you know, I, I, obviously, we're gonna we're, we are we're gonna scrap the whole plan of of uh, we're not gonna talk about Kirk. Of course, we're gonna talk about Kirk. This is the Minifan show, right? So we're gonna talk about Kirk. But we've always said it's Kirk related because Riccio's involved with them somehow. Yeah, it's in the Kirk Minahan expanded universe. Yep. Is what is what this is. Um, all right. Well, I'm done. I think I've uh, gotten all my angst out for the day. This was like a nice therapy session. Great. Which I, which I need to go back to. Nice to see so. you, salty. Salty. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I think that's it. A fat piece of shit. Oh, is that a is that a fat joke? Jesus. <laughs> Fuck off. This was pretty reprehensible. Hee-haw, hee-haw! Can you get rid of the donkey sound, Steve, please? Okay. <laughs>